0: Today on Watching Your Wealth, Five Money Mistakes to Avoid When Selling Your Small Business. This
1: is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger.
0: This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Nina Kaufman is business lawyer and founder of Business
2: Exponential. Welcome back, Nina. Thank you, Veronica. Thanks for having me here.
0: Great to have you. So, Nina, small business owners think there's a pot of gold waiting for them when they retire. At least they often think that. What do you say to them, though? Because I've heard stories that that might not always be the case.
2: You know, it's not. Very often, small business owners will look at the you know, always after me lucky charms, you know, looking for that <laughs> pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But they don't take the steps to make that happen until it's the moment where they say, I need this to happen. And then it's too and late. And it's a, it's a longer term process, and very often it's too late.
0: Wow. Okay, so let's go through some of these mistakes that you said. The first one is they make pie-in-the-sky projections about their business. What does that mean?
2: Yeah, well, business owners are optimists. You have to be if you're going to be in business, and they very often look at things with sunbeams and unicorns in their head. So they're not often making sure that what they see as their gross revenue line is, is accurate, you know, are the numbers and the finances, financial projections in there accurate. And also they're not looking at the bottom line because it's really the bottom line. That's going to determine your sale price. Profits, right? mm -hmm,
0: That's right. And hopefully there are profits. (laughs) That's a big, uh, big thing. Um, So, what else in terms of other mistakes? um, Life after selling that business can be tricky, and sometimes. People don't necessarily know what they need to live
2: on, right? Yeah, well, especially if you've been you know, taking, let's say, the golf club memberships through, through the, the business, business. Okay, and yeah. all those kinds of expenses. So, not really seeing, gee, what are you, what are you left to live on? What is it that's that's truly left? What is your lifestyle really like? And uh, you know, what is the business? Does the business need to actually function separate and apart from feeding you?
0: I see. Um, so you need to figure out your, your your own budget going forward so you're ready for your retirement year. So that's another project you need to do in addition to taking care of selling your business. Uh, in terms of ignoring the company's def- dependence factor mm. on you, tell us about that
2: one. That's huge. For so many small businesses, It's uh, so much is about the owner. They, they have the primary client relationships. They were the ones who founded the company. They're the one whose brand is so inextricably linked with the business. But if you stepped away or you had to step away or, God forbid, something happened to you, what would happen to that business? And many business owners don't recognize that if it would fall apart the nanosecond you turn your back, you don't have a strong business.
0: So in terms of your advice to them, should they be looking for their successors right now? Is that part of the the business planning transition?
2: Well, I'd say one really easy thing they can do is start to look at, can they take 30 days off? totally unplugged vacation and leave the cell phone at home Ooh, that's a great if the point. answer is no then there's more that you need to develop in terms of your technology, your team, and the way that customers flow into your business.
0: Right, that's a good point about technology. So you know, obviously you might want to find your successor, but perhaps technology and automation can do a lot of the heavy lifting, at least in the near term, until you find that right person, potentially.
2: Absolutely, and you don't necessarily want the business to then rely on one key person, because it's almost as bad as it's relying on you. If that person leaves, you're sunk. So when you have technology, it's a way to get rid of those low-level activities but not necessarily have the human cost involved. That's
0: a great tip. Another mistake you said is tying the payout to future performance. Now, I'm curious on why this is a mistake, because I know at least a lot of financial advisors do this. They have sort of these future projections that they base their, their future pay on as well.
2: Well, I won't say it's a mistake. I'll qualify it. I won't say it's a complete mistake. But the mistake is not fully understanding what that means. If you're tying your payout to future performance, you have to ask yourself, what kind of control will you have over that future performance? Because if you if they buy you out and then you're a consultant, let's say for the next three to five years, what influence are you going to have on the company's direction, how it serves the clients, the new way clients are integrated? Because if the clients aren't happy... They're going to fall off, and then your payout's going to fall off.
0: That's a great point. And I've heard so a few stories of founders coming back because they don't like the way the successor is handling the business. Uh, the clients aren't happy, as you said, or they just don't like the direction things are going, and then they miss the, that uh, that whole drive, that whole process of having a business. So I, I yeah, found well, that a bit interesting.
2: Yeah, and I'd say one of the things that business owners don't look at when they're lo- when they're trying to get out, because sometimes they're so desperate to get out, yeah. is they want to look for a good what I'll call a corporate culture fit does the acquirer really share your values because that's often a reason that a business owner will come back in is they feel like you know the clients aren't being treated well they aren't being given the kind of white glove service that they the business owner stood for and wanted them to have do you have any
0: tips on how you can figure that out how can you see if this new person that you're bringing in to help out is going to be the right cultural fit
2: Sure. Well, one of the things that you want to look for in, let's say, your buyer is to talk to some of the employees. How do they feel about working in the company? What kind of turnover do they have? Uh, Getting more information about how exactly they serve their clients and what does that client service process look like? Um, How many complaints do they have? Doing some due diligence just to see are there lawsuits on the books, for example from you know, disgruntled clients, unhappy business partners, um, or employees who didn't get paid their wages. That's really important. These are some great tips.
0: You know, we need to take a quick break, but when we come back, I want to hear what other mistakes we might be making.
2: This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.
1: Keep tabs on the markets. Listen to WSJ's Money Beat podcast for straight talk on Wall Street that's right on the money. WSJ podcasts. Listen ambitiously. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger.
0: Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Business lawyer Nina Kaufman is telling us about mistakes small business owners make when selling their business. Nina, you said another mistake folks make is forgetting the tax man. This is a big one to forget. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's a piece of it. They're, they're Selling a business is really complicated, and for, for a lot of business owners, what they don't recognize is they may sell one business in their lifetime, but advisors are selling them all the time. So it's really important to have that team in place so, again, that you are making the right plans and you are structuring your deal in a way that helps you, yes, minimize taxes, but also put the right amount in your pocket. For a lot of business owners, they may build in a way where they say, I don't want to pay taxes. But when you're building to sell, there's a very different mentality. So your numbers need to look different. What you put through the business needs to look different. And how you handle your your finances needs to be different as well. And you
0: also want to get a jump on any charitable planning as well, because that could drastically change your tax picture. And you want to do that as far in advance as you can Uh, for some business owners. So that's something to consider. Any last quick tips for us?
2: I I would say really, it's if you want your business to be able to function without you, think about what it would be like just to step away. Because we all need to step away. We need a day off. We need to go to the movies. We need a vacation. We have parents who need to be taken care of. We may have young children. For any number of reasons, you may not be in that business. So you don't want to wait until it's urgent. Because if, if it's a an absolute mess and a crisis, what you're going to have is what they call a fire sale.
0: Nobody wants the fire sale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Great tips. Thanks so much for joining us, Nina. Thanks for having me. And do you have a personal finance question you'd like us to answer? Email us at podcast at Dow dot com. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com podcasts. Thanks for listening.
1: For more podcasts, check us out at wsj.com podcasts. Become a subscriber on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and now look for us on the Google Play Music app on Android devices.
2: This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort.